before we jump in here, um, give me a kid update. Tell me about what's going on with your kids. Uh, which ones? <laughs> Whichever ones you want to share with us. <clears throat> My daughter, Taylor, who is a teacher up at the California School for the Blind. Oh, yeah. Is knocking it out of the park. She's awesome. Uh, she was our intern at that one she time. She interned yes, a couple yeah. times, mm-hmm. did her bachelor's, master's, and credential, and is working at her dream job. My older boy, Jason, is actually a materials testing engineer with Granite Rock. So, oh, really? Yes, he is. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, Jason's doing well. And then my younger boy is still waiting on the UCs Good. to hear back from those. So we know he got, he's going away in August or September. We just don't know where yet. Very good. So again, I'm Bill Miller, and I am the Chief Human Resources Officer, and I lead our HR team. How do you think Granite Rock's core values relates to the culture of Granite Rock or the culture wheel? This is a little bit of my personal inquiries. Well, I look at both the culture wheel and our core values as, you know, it's a roadmap, both on how we conduct our business, how we approach issues or problems or tough decisions throughout the days. There's times when we, even in the executive committee room, when we're having a closed door session and something will come up and somebody will raise their hand and say, is this in line with our core values? Are we doing what's right? And that's powerful to me. Very powerful. What'd you think of the leadership conference in general? Oh, I thought it was great. Anytime you can get a, our, all the leaders or most of the leaders of our company together in one room, Part of that is is hearing about the company, hearing about updates in our business, just the networking that they get to do and check-ins. And on some of the breaks, they'll get to work through some of their problems yeah. or, or even just break bread together at lunch. It's, it's such an engagement-boosting event. Yeah. Yeah. I think Peter says food is love. Food is love, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and to springboard on that, we had a number of town hall questions They were submitted, and we just could not get to all of them, of course. So let's address some of those questions here, shall we? Absolutely. What does succession planning look like over the next five years? Our attrition retirement rate will soon be greater than the ability of current team members to be ready for higher-level management positions. How do we attract the right talent to supplement backfilling these positions? Yeah, that's a great question, and there's no simple answer to succession planning. Over the last couple of years, and, and I think COVID helped people decide on this, was uh, retirement. 2021, 2022, there was an uptick in those numbers. The good news is, is our overall turnover rates have not. So most people are staying. And so that's a good thing. If you look at our website, there are very few job postings right now. So very few openings. Prior to COVID, we had a very robust succession plan process. We saw some of that come to play over the last few years, including with our new CEO. Yes. Um, So there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes, but a big part of that is through our personal effectiveness review, PER and role description process. So identifying where our peoples have gaps in their development, in their performance. And we really lean heavily on our management teams to provide the training through stretch assignments, through ongoing coaching to help their people be better in their roles and to prepare them for future higher level, more complex positions at Granite Rock. Tell me about this term stretch assignments. Is this 
is that kind of a general term or is that something specific baked into some of Granite Rock's work? Um, it should be baked into everybody's work. So whether you're the person answering the phones at our front office, uh, whether you're a laborer or, you know, even in my world with HR, it could be somebody coming in and, and starting doing onboarding. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're posting for positions. And then the next thing you know, we may be sending them to be in charge of managing career fairs. So it's, it's a little bit at a time, more complex work where you don't just throw them into the deep end and say, go do this. Right. You give them some skills, you coach them along the way, and then you're there to either pat them on the back or tell them, hey, next time, here are some things you can do better. Very good. But always keeping it positive. That way. Yeah. Good. We talked about managers getting evaluated by their team in the past. Is there any way we can grade managers almost like a PER? Also, very few managers get the 360 opportunity. By the way, I am a manager and I would like the opportunity to get anonymous feedback from my team to be able to better support them. Okay, so first of all, managers, including you and I, already have a PER. I, I don't see us creating another PER just for managers where their people can evaluate them. Good. The second part of that question was around 360s. Yes. So, so let's provide a little bit of context as to what that is really meant to do. So a 360 is part of an integrated, robust succession planning process, and it's specific to leadership development. So in order for it to be effective, it requires a highly trained expert to facilitate the process. We can't just go out and do a, a what is that called? Monkey survey, survey monkey, and ask <laughs> people monkey, questions. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a very specific to the role. It's very specific to leadership development skills. The process isn't for everyone. It's not for every manager. And if it's not managed properly, it can go really poorly. So as an example, when we did our engagement survey a few years back, and I've seen this at previous company uh, as well. Managers get feedback anonymously. And if they're not coached properly, or if they're a poor manager, they may go out to the person or look for the person who gave that piece of feedback. Uh, that doesn't ever go well. No, it doesn't no, go well. Absolutely not. Um, so, so we want to make sure that we're providing our managers with the guidance to be able to look at that information and make the appropriate changes to how they approach their work or their people. What I would say is if you really want to know what your people think, ask them. Nice. And there's, there's a, a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we do it in a way that feels safe. We want to be able to ensure to that individual that what they say is not going to be used against them. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So opportunities to do that. We just had our PER process. Yes. So when a manager is given a PER, they can ask questions. Role description. We set out some goals for this year, some specific tasks. Right. How can I support you with this goal? This is a stretch assignment. This is something you've never done before. What can I do to remove barriers, help you get this thing done? This last year, there were a couple goals you didn't meet. What could I have done to better support you? Great. Was there something in my coaching that made it difficult to move forward? What tools do you need to be successful? So there's lots of different questions. Make sure they're open-ended. Yes. And I think, again, it comes back to if you make it safe and you ask those questions, you'll get the same results as what you're looking for. Yeah. Really, really good stuff there. Is there a plan to improve training in the company? 
with specific goals for team members throughout the company and at all levels. Yeah. So in 2017, we had an initiative that we were pushing forward that we put over 300 people through in-person training. So everything from what we referred to as our uh, building great leaders, where we had both communication, feedback, working together skills that were taught and reviewed over the course of two days. There was some homework involved, a lot of work there. We had a culture and communication class for individual contributors. We had a group of people that we put through our leaders in action training. Peter Lemon was one of the participants of that. <laughs> uh, Nick Wenzel, our quarry manager. Yes. Um, and we had some, some uh, managers in construction and at corporate that also went through that. So we saw a lot of success in that. Then COVID hit. We did some of our training online. And what we, what we realized there was we could do it. We were checking some boxes, but it wasn't as effective that it would be in person. Through that, we had a consultant that we had engaged the services of who became part of Granite Rock's family, and she retired. <laughs> so after that, we posted and uh, started a search for a training manager, a full-time training manager, to help continue that training but also to take it to the next level. Now, we decided late last year to put a pause on that for lots yeah. of different reasons. Yeah. Uh, we will be starting that search again soon, uh, but it'll probably be in the second half of the year. Now, what I would tell you is, is it's going to be a huge role. We have a need for training not only in the offices and not only at the management level, but everybody that is every laborer, every operator, mixer drivers, everybody out in the company there are specific competencies that we need, set of skills and knowledge for each job in order for us to be successful. And so it's going to involve building that list, working with managers to evaluate their people so that we could identify where the gaps are, and then very purposely training to fill those gaps and make yeah. our people better at what they do. So we have a plan in place, but that will be coming soon. That sounds like a a fascinating and challenging position. Will it be an EC member, a C-suite no. position? No, it'll, okay. it, it'll be a training manager, but they All will right. work really closely with each one of our executive team members. Yeah. Would Granite Rock consider one category of PTO instead of separate sick and vacation? Also, is it possible to pay out floating holidays if a team member is unable to take them? Let's start with the second part of that question first. So, we all need to take time off. Yeah. Um, a holiday is a holiday. And so our managers and our people need to work together to make that happen. So we're not going to be doing that. First part of that question, let's go back to that. So PTO. PTO is an interesting concept. PTO stands for paid time off. Typically, companies put their sick pay and their vacation pay in one bucket. And mm -hmm. then the team member gets to use it however they see fit. Granite Rock currently has... And I will argue, and I'll bet anybody, a Starbucks, a large Starbucks, anything, that we have the most generous yes. vacation and sick plan in our industry, period, second to none. As much as I'd like a big Starbucks, right. um, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to argue that one. And the other part is, is, you know, if there's ever a change, we need to figure out a way to encourage our people to take their vacations. Because what's happening is, is, I run a vacation report at the beginning of every year, uh -huh. and we find that there are generally more people that don't use their vacation than those that do. 
we need to encourage our managers to take their vacation because typically what happens is if the manager doesn't take their vacation, their people don't take their vacation. So we've got to be better about that. Time off is important. You need to get your energy back. You yep. need to spend time with your family. Go F- sit on a beach, whatever, balance, whatever, whatever, whatever makes whatever you happy. You whatever betcha. makes you happy. The other side of that is, is folks just folks tend to think that it just means more time off. In our system, in order for us to do that, we would have to change our process, which means sick time would go into this bucket and it's always capped. So in other words, if you don't use it in the year because it's not on yeah. the books, you yeah. can lose it. You can't do that if it's on the books. There may be a cap of two years, but then, you know, when we talk about our core values, I think about the fact that you look at our super generous sick plan. And when people unfortunately get really, really sick and have to take time off, Mm -hmm. they're able to coordinate their benefits with state disability. So they get all their pay. If we didn't have the plan we have, a lot of people would go without a paycheck a lot shorter than they would if we had a PTO plan. And I'm not sure that's what we want as a company. It's not not to say that we won't ever look at a PTO plan, but those are the things that we have to consider if we're going to make a switch. That's a really good answer. And and I learned a bunch right there. Thank you very much. How will Granite Rock stand out in the competitive world of recruiting new team members? How has our hiring process evolved to keep up with the younger employee pool? Oh, you just made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I'm, I read it verbatim. So I didn't, just I would not have clear, said it that way. Mr. Severson. <clears throat> yes, please. We do not have a younger employee pool. Thank you. We search for the most qualified people for the job. Clearly so, they <laughs> hadn't been through their harassment training for the year. So, so let's need to talk, go back and do that. Let's talk about data. All right. The national unemployment rate at the end of January, 3.4%. Okay. California, it's just over four. The talent pool has never been more shallow or shallower. I think both of those work (laughs) than it's been today. Okay. It's not just us. Every company, every industry is going through struggles, finding qualified people to work. You know, I mentioned earlier, our turnover rates haven't gone up. So whether we're talking about project management our craft, people at the corporate office, in the middle of COVID, they had There was all over the news that everybody was quitting. Everybody was looking for work elsewhere and looking for new opportunities. Our our turnovers historically have always been around 14%. Now you think that that sounds like a lot. That's everybody. So even in construction where we, you know, we may bring in five, six people in a week, but we may only have half of those that are qualified for the role. So when I look at those numbers, you know, there's only so much we can do about that. But but as a whole, our turnover numbers haven't changed. Um, and when I say 14%, that's unheard of. So the only other industry that compares with that are public service, like federal jobs right, or right. county, yeah. city yeah. jobs where nobody ever leaves. Yeah. Otherwise, again, we're, we're doing really well. And as I mentioned, we currently have very few open positions. So what are we doing to make it better? We were lucky before because we just, you know, people wanted to work for Granite Rock, right? Right. Now people still do, but we have to cast a wider net. So we're using more job sites, advertising more. We've streamlined our hiring process to make it quicker. Oh, good. We've done that without sacrificing quality or compliance. So we still do background checks on everybody, regardless of what you do. We still do DMV checks. So make sure that driving record is clean. And we also do all the things that the government requires us to do as well. We've also had to make some changes in coaching our managers. So we're used to, in the past, 
if we post uh, an administrative assistant job as an example, we could have 100 applicants five years ago. That's not the world we live in anymore. You may get 20 or 30, and it could take you three weeks to get those. And of those 20 or 30, you may have two that are qualified. And in some cases, you may have a role where you only have one. Mm -hmm. And so our managers in the past have said, well, I need to have at least three. I don't want to interview anybody. But if you wait, you end up losing the really good and qualified people. So we're having to coach our managers to move a little quicker. And so that's whether that's those admin roles or even engineers coming out of college because they're getting two or three offers. And, and if you're the last one, yeah, yeah. you're too late. The last thing yeah. is we need our people to just keep referring folks. Uh, that's where we've had the most success. If they're a known entity, we have a much better chance of getting them and keeping them. And they tend to be better performers, yeah. which is better for everybody. It's, it's a basic sales tenant as well, is that just referrals are the easiest sale yeah. to make. Yeah. Um, so to sell in the company to people that, again, you would like to work with that are going to be part of our Granite Rock culture and family, mm-hmm. uh, referrals are, in fact, a very good way to get folks. Yeah. yeah. We're still in the middle of college recruiting season. Mm-hmm. Plans for that happen in the summer. Yeah. It's a year-round process, though. We have fall events we go to in partnership with our operations teams. We go and do it in the spring as well. But most of our offers are out before Thanksgiving. We try to have everybody in place by Christmas. We'll hold a few out and make a few more offers because we've got people, again, it could be somebody's family member, could be a good friend at the company that we're trying to right. get in. So all of our folks are in place already for this coming summer. We have, when we talk about expanding our reach, so we go through schools all the way farther south as Cal Poly, all the way up to Chico. Chico. We go to both CM programs, so construction management, engineering, business, concrete industry management. Yes, right. We touch all bases. Yeah. Um, Can we create a career path option at Granite Rock that allows a team member to rotate through jobs across various operating units? For example, could a construction project engineer work at the Wilson Quarry, a hot plant, in safety and at transportation on a rotational basis. Yes. Good yes. Answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We can. Um, I've seen it work well as a company. We've seen it work well. Um, I actually wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for an approach like that. I started in operations, did an assignment in HR, went back into operations, and then went back into HR afterwards. So, kind of my own version of the spiral uh, staircase. Our new CEO started in construction, moved around that operation, went out to the quarry, ran our transportation and logistics team, and then ended up in the role he's in today. So there's a lot of great things that come of that. We don't have a formal process in place. We will have one in the near future. What I would say is if you're interested in doing something like this, you can reach out to me. Mm -hmm. You can talk to your manager. Yes. And we can talk about opportunities to get the exposure you need and to get that rolling. Yeah. And and I was going to say, um, much as you said, sort of getting feedback from your team, if you're a manager, mm-hmm. looking for their opportunities to grow um, would be uh, one of the requirements of a manager. Absolutely. To, or best practice anyway. In the spirit of one company, has Granite Rock explored opportunities for training and development, possibly at the new higher level? to help our people better understand and work within different integrated groups across the organization. So yes, we do this currently as part of our culture day. So with new hires coming in quarterly, we get everybody together at the corporate office 
and there are presentations from each one of our operating divisions. So they get to hear it firsthand. They get to see real images of job sites and other activities that are going on within the operations. And then we also get to hear from the functional support groups as well. This has been a really good good session. Are there any updates in the works for the PER and role description process? How can we better gain visibility and alignment on accountabilities through the company? Are there ways we can better engage the MOR manager once removed for meaningful connection to our team members through the PER? I think there are lots of ways to make it better. I will tell you that when you think about prior to, and I believe it was 2014, we didn't even have a PER process. So this concept is still relatively new to the organization. We're used to it though. I think there's ways to make it better. And a big part of that is going to be eliminating paper. So we're not passing it around from person to person. Similar to the process we're currently doing while looking for ways to make it better. So a big part of that is going to be finding the right solution. We're not there yet, but the search is on looking for it. Is there a possibility of a four-day work week, working four tens? This is not something we've explored. And a big reason for that is, is that given the nature of our business, there are very few people, very few roles that would be, would be able to do this. And when you think about what you and I and Janae and everybody else, the group that we support our craft, they all work five days a week, sometimes 10 hours a day. Uh, and during our busy season, it's it's six days a week. Right. So it would be, I think it would be really hard for us to say that a small group could work four days mm-hmm. when everybody mm-hmm. else has to do a lot more than that. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I think, I, I think there are times where for personal reasons, people need to do four days for a couple weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see that happening as a, on a permanent basis. Great. Well, this has addressed a number of the questions that we had, again, out of the town hall from Leadership Conference 23, a pretty far-reaching and in-depth discussion. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? No, no, thank you. I thanks, really thanks appreciate your thoughtful, insightful uh, responses to these questions, Bill. These were great. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs>